Hey there, Wedding Confessionals listeners. It's Brooke, just popping in to let you know that this is actually part one of a two-part episode. So just like normal, at the end of the interview, Pam and I are going to pop on to give you your bridal breaks. So sit back and enjoy our interview. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. We do love talking about weddings. You have a new guest. We do. Like a new person. Yeah. This is the first time since the 2.0 reboot. (laughs) Right. I don't even know what you call. It's coming out of the dark ages. What did we call it? Our, our, our return to return? Return? <laughs> our return to podcasting. We're still clearly getting back yeah, into the swing of things. clearly really good at this again, guys. <laughs> Just, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> but we have a new guest. We do. She's a friend of mine. So I met her through her now husband who went to college, Emerson, with uh, my husband and I got lucky on this deal because he married an amazing woman. So um, welcome, Laura Savati. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be here. I have heard just little tidbits about your wedding journey. What a journey. It was a journey. Okay, yes. cool. A big one. I can't wait to get into it. So uh, Laura, just the way the show works, and for anyone new listening, is that listeners submit anonymously their confessionals. Sometimes they're questions, sometimes they're just stories. And then, um, you know, we obviously read them out loud and then give them advice if we need to. But before we do that, we like to get to know our guests and kind of learn their history with weddings so that we kind of get an idea of where you're coming from when you're giving the advice. So um, we always like to start with the question, how old were you when you went to your first wedding? Oh, um, oh, my first wedding was my aunt's wedding, um, actually here in California in Santa Monica. And I was the flower girl and I was three and a half approximately. Oh, it's a little kid. Re- so you remember was, it well. I was a baby. Um, I do actually <laughs> remember it. Really? We had a whole like girl spa day before the wedding. My aunt took me to her nail appointment, which I <laughs> thought was just the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, and then we went and picked out barrettes for me to wear, um, which I was also very excited about. We were shopping on, I think, Wilshire in Santa Monica. Um, and... Then we get to the wedding, and I did not realize that I was going to have to walk up the aisle by myself. It's a lot. Yeah. My mom was her maid of honor, sisters. So my mom was, you know, doing her thing, standing up at the front of the church, and they were like, okay, it's your turn. And I was like, "Mm, no, this is not happening. (laughs) So I start crying. And... I don't know, maybe make a couple steps and then someone, a relative that I didn't even know very well, kind of had to like help me. Um, And so that was that. But (laughs) I, we have photos. They're adorable. I had a great time in my dress. I had a great time at the reception after. Mm. Just was the actual, you know, couldn't really, my flower girl duties was too overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a lot when you're really little. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I and mean, it's kind of stressful as a bride, as an adult. Right. Coming you know? down that aisle. Just a lot of people looking at you all it at is. once. If you're not used to doing that in your life, you don't have a job that, or, you know, you didn't do plays or something. It is kind of crazy. Well, even for my daughter, when she was, and she's very dramatic, and she was four, I think, when she was the flower girl at Jesse's wedding, and she just, like, almost didn't make it down the aisle too and I was I was surprised because I'm like this is your jam girl but no she got she got a little shy too yeah crowds are not my jam I don't (laughs) do not like being center of attention I don't like people looking at me it's very anxiety inducing so no did that roll over into your wedding yeah yeah okay we're definitely gonna get to that (laughs) We'll, we'll get there okay cool so um besides that wedding did you go to a lot of weddings as a kid like Um, Big family. You're from L.A. I am from Detroit area. Oh. um, Detroit area, Michigan. My parents are from upstate New York. So um, I don't know. We had a like average size family, I guess I would say. And then, gosh, I've been to a a lot of weddings. It was like a running joke with my dad and my brother where like some summers after college, I was, I don't know. I mean, there was one weekend that I went to two weddings Friday night and Saturday night. Um, Oh, wow. I was like the girl that all of my guy friends, if they weren't dating someone or didn't have a girlfriend, would ask to go to weddings like with them. You were the plus one. I was the plus one. Yeah. For like so many of my friends. And I didn't, I sometimes I knew their friends, sometimes I didn't, but... um, isn't it kind of fun going to a wedding where you don't know yes. people? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a couple yeah. of times. It's wild. You and feel like a, you're like out of play. Totally. And <laughs> you just get to sit back and watch. <laughs> right. So I went to a Greek Orthodox wedding where they walk around things three times. And there was a lot of, you know, it reminded me of Full House when DJ gets married and Remember? Do you guys remember oh that? God. I don't, but now I'm going to find a link. I know. DJ gonna... gets married on Full House? Yes. Wait, the newest version? or no, the... the original version. Is she old enough? No. Wait. Oh, I know. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. She's like a child. She's a child. Is this legal? Like 13. No, but they like walk her on a table three times and she's like, okay, we're married. It's like Uncle Jesse's nephew or cousin or something. He comes to town. <laughs> anyway. Just the casual child bride storyline of Full House. <laughs> um, it was the 90s. Everyone was much more loose then with right. children getting Can married yeah. as part of the sitcom plots. No big deal. <laughs> have you been a bridesmaid or a maid of honor? I have. I've not been a maid of honor, but I've been a bridesmaid quite a few times, including a woman I worked with when I was in law school. Did I was you like know a, her that well? It no. sounds like no. No, yeah. I know. I was a like if you could rep- see her face. I was she a was replacement like, bridesmaid. Oh. Ouch! Like she had to like kick somebody out or something. There was some drama, and she was like, "Can you be in my wedding?" <laughs> and I just remember saying to her, "But." You don't know me. I don't know your family. I don't know the man you're marrying. We don't hang out outside of what? work. How how long have you worked with her at that point? Not that long. <laughs> like under a year? 
definitely it was somewhere, I don't know, between six to 12 months, I guess. It was <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> so how much time did you have to get ready for this wedding? Wait, did like, you go to the bachelorette party of this person? Did you have a dress? We want to know everything about this bizarre situation. She purchased yes. my dress for me. That's really nice. Right, because it was a strange situation. Um, Smart. Maybe I went to the bachelorette. I honestly don't remember. And then after you were in this woman's wedding, did you remain friends with her? No, afterwards? no, <laughs> oh, no. I don't. I'm on. Maybe I hung out with her once or twice after. No more than five times for sure. Do you know any existence about her now? Like, are you Facebook friends with her? Do you know she's still married? No, she's just this, this person that You're came just like and left. The stand in in the photos. Yes, basically. Yeah, so that it was. So even. I'm the like random person in the photos. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, it was it was interesting, and I went with a guy that I was, I think, about to break up with. We didn't last very long <laughs> after. It was not. It was like a whole thing. Did you like <laughs> anyone at the wedding that day? <laughs> um, some of the other people that we worked with were there, so yeah, I think I was like hanging out with them. Were they thrown that you were in the wedding? You know, I honestly <laughs> don't really remember. Maybe, but also because. I was still in law school and I was, you know, their like law clerk person. Um, so it was women that were quite a bit older than me and who I worked for. So I don't mm. really think we had a conversation about it. I know I talked a lot about it with the guy that I went with. And my mom was like, wait, who's wedding? Like, What's going on? Whose wedding are you in? Do I know this person? Do you know them? No. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting. Was the dress good? Um, Got a free dress out of it. It was fine. You never wear it again, though. No. No. You don't. You never do. No. Yeah. I put it in a closet in, at my parents' house and... I don't know. Maybe it's still there. Maybe it went somewhere else. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever reworn a dress that I wore in a wedding. Yeah, no. I mean, that's usually the case. Everyone has high hopes. Try. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it seems like you might rewear it, but then you just don't. Right. <laughs> so let's get into your wedding, your specific. Okay, so first of all, your husband's name is what? Chris. Okay, so Chris, how did you guys meet? We met on an app. Um, he will tell you, if you don't know <laughs> any better than to listen to him, that I stole his parking space in... Sometimes it's Trader Joe's, sometimes it's Whole Foods, sometimes it's some <laughs> other bougie grocery store. Um, so, you well, know. So he created a conflict he, as he your meet cute because yes. he's embarrassed about the app. You know, I don't know because most people we know met on an app. I think he just yeah. thought yeah, it's it was. not a big deal. No. So I think he just thought it was like funnier to say that I stole his parking space. Because... I like that your meet cute is you being, I guess, greedy or a reckless driver. <laughs> Aggressive. And I was like, love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, we met on an app. We met on Happen. Um, with, Is that one still around? I have no idea. I've never even heard of so that. So we met in 2018. Um, he messaged me on Valentine's Day of 2018, which also happened to be three days before my birthday. And I thought the whole thing was very bizarre. Um 
I just was like, who messages somebody on Valentine's Day? Oh, this is that's like, kind of sweet, though. He's like alone and kind of yeah. thinking about romance. And I like, mean, I yes get, and no. The message was going. like, hey, <laughs> my like, name's yeah. Chris. I'm an attorney. I do blah, blah, blah. Here's my phone number. Message me if you want to grab a drink. I mean, it was very like, it, I don't even His know if there was romance. A, right. I don't even think there was a happy Valentine's Day in there. It was me. <laughs> it was my, like, Valentine's Day hang-up. that I was like, this is very strange. Like, why? Um, but you still said but yes. But you were intrigued. I did. I, but I waited. I messaged him, I think, on the 15th. And then I'm pretty sure I told him on the first date that I thought it was weird that he messaged me <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Happen was... Um, an app that used your location, which sounds creepy, but it was intended to replicate meeting someone at a grocery store or at a bar or at wherever your local hotspots are. That makes sense because there's two things. One, there's the idea of having shared experiences so you guys know the same stores and shops and right. and restaurants so you have at least something to talk about in the beginning. Also, for the incredibly lazy, like I once dated a guy more like longer than I would have just because he lived three blocks away in Brooklyn and in New York City being able to date somebody close by not having to hop on a train is like a dream. So I was like, oh, he's good enough for a little bit longer. <laughs> like you said that and I was like absolutely I yeah. am in yeah. no one likes a commute <laughs> right I mean it turned out that he lived in the valley and I lived in like West LA so it did not you there know. was a fail. and that, that was another where I was like oh god that's really far away valley um just because you know I didn't work anywhere nearby but um we must have matched when he was at work in Century City, and I was probably shopping at the mall, oh. is my guess. <laughs> this is getting better. Doing some sad Valentine's Day shopping. No, I think we had matched, like, well before that. That was the other thing with this app. It wasn't, like, you know, day of. It would show you when you match, but it would kind of, like, show you if you kept um, overlapping Oh, okay. So if you go to the same person. restaurant as this person over and over again. Right. It'll okay. keep telling you. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a polite grinder. A little bit? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Okay. So you go on a couple of dates. When do you get to the point where you're just like, oh, I think this is like, this guy's really like, this might be it. Was there a moment where you're like, ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was, I mean, it was pretty early on. We had a, an interesting first date that I'm not going to get into details because he will murder me. Um, <laughs> oh, apparently, full disclosure, he's a friend of yours, Pam, right? Yes. And he texted you last night. Yes. He wanted to know all the questions we were going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was trying to get the insight. <laughs> Meanwhile, we don't prepare at all for this. No. The only prepared the questions shit. are like, well, how old were you when you had your first wife? I really respect the fact that he thinks that we're like really hard hitting journalists that have like laid this out. Meanwhile, we're just like, tell us about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our first date was, you know, I wasn't sure about it. And I, I had a lot of discussions with a lot of people, including one of my best friend's husbands, um, who basically said to me, Laura, I've been watching you date in LA for the past 
five years at that point, maybe. It's gotten to the point where I'm no longer going to let you pick who you're dating because it's like that bad. I don't know like what's wrong with you. Like you're not good at choosing? Yeah. And <laughs> so when I started to tell him about Chris, he was like, this guy sounds great. I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Um, and then we, I think they were the first friends that, that Chris met. They invited us over for dinner and um, at some point, Sam pulled Chris aside and was like, thank God, I, I just, I can't hang out with these men that Laura is dating anymore. Like, so. It's like, please stick around for my sake. Right, right. Yeah. And they have now become besties. Yes. Um, they are sweet. so similar. Um, it is very sweet. They also moved to Australia um, in March, May? No. March or April. So now they don't live here anymore. Um, but yeah, they definitely had a little like bromance of their own. Um, so <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> so I would say it took about a month, maybe not even that. Okay. It was, well, I can tell you <laughs> from Ooh. Chris's side. So the, the, yeah. the day that I met Laura was at another friend's wedding. And <laughs> And you do attend a lot of weddings. <laughs> she, uh, yes, she's great at weddings. Um, so yeah, so she was she was there, and he was crazy about her. And Jeff and I were like, "Whoa, all right, you know." And uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you re- if you remember this or not, but we were all jam packed in a car. Oh, I remember. <laughs> On the way back to um, the hotel or Airbnb that they were we were staying in, and Chris was announcing to the world, not just the car, like windows down, I'm gonna marry this girl. Oh, How far in was were you so been dating that at that was time? The end of April. Um, so not April, long. I don't know, twenty or later. I don't remember the date of the wedding. I, I just can't remember, remember it was either. like it was late April. I remember that. Okay. Um. So we. He messaged me on Valentine's Day. I We messaged that whole weekend. That was my 35th birthday. I was in Santa Fe with a girlfriend, and we were messaging back and forth. We had our first date on February 24. And yeah, then we went to the wedding. About two months later. Yeah, about two months later at the end of April. So that was our first trip together. And yeah, we were all piled into this <laughs> tiny little car. Chris and I, Chris was in the front seat. I was on his lap. You guys were in the back seat with another couple, yeah. right? Yeah. There were and a it, lot of people in a small car. Okay, it this may not have been the safest ride. Right. Not, not <laughs> No. However, it was very rural and there was no chance of getting another Uber. So we all right. uh, like this was our one chance right. where we were going to be walking like 30 Somebody's miles. Somebody's going to the trunk in, if we have to. In like yes. pitch black, scary, scary. Yes. country roads. Like not. So he rolled down the windows and yelled out to all the wildlife that he wanted <laughs> and, to marry and, you. and the car of his friends <laughs> that, that he was going to marry me. I yes. do like when sometimes when you go to a wedding, it kind of stirs up emotions. You start the, thinking about your future, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was in it. He was in it. Yeah, that's a good. That's very a good one. <laughs> very early on. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long did you guys date before we get into proposal? Um, we got engaged. January 2020 so right before pandemic and you know COVID was like kind of being talked about but 
we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, it was just this thing um, happening in China. Yeah, right. So everyone was, was like, wash your hands. It'll be fine. <laughs> just shy, I guess, of two years. Okay. So how did he propose? Um, I told him under no circumstances could he propose to me with anyone around or anywhere in public. And that my preference would be that it be at home. Um, and... You know, the, those were my, like, ground rules. Like, nobody can be around. i not acceptable. Um, so it was on a Friday night, and I'd been at work, and um, I don't know. He was texting me, like, asking what time I was going to be home, which not abnormal for him. Um, and I got home and walked in the door, and he was like, oh, come in the kitchen. Um, I have some wine out. Again, not anything abnormal. Um and we were just kind of chatting and there was a card on the counter, but like a homemade one. So he has been making me, sorry, babe, um, <laughs> homemade, so homemade cards since we, I mean, since the beginning, like leaving little like notes around. Oh, he like folds so them all up and like draws pictures of them. We have two dogs. The dogs always make an appearance on the cards. <laughs> um, you know, the reverse of the card says like established like 2018 to forever. <laughs> like it, it's very, very Aww. detailed. Anyway, there was a card on the counter um, that had a clue in it. Are there usually clues? No. Okay. No. That was the first time that there was a, a clue. So it was, you know, go search for something, basically. Um, and so I figured it out and went wherever in the house and found another clue. And so he had hidden clues all around the house. Um, and so I'm, you know, walking around the house and our two German shepherds are following me around because they're like okay what's going on what are, what are we what doing are we this, is a, right. this is a really fun game mom um and he we the final clue led me to the guest room to where we keep our suitcases and so i opened one of the suitcases and there was like a big box shoe box amazon box something that he had wrapped in christmas paper because that was all we had <laughs> Love. It's January. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's fine. Um, and inside that was another card um that I think said, Will you marry me? I don't I don't honestly remember I'm really bad at that sort of thing. Um, but the ring wasn't in there. He had the ring in his pocket. So he I kinda turned around and he, you know, like had the ring and asked and that was that. We called our parents. We just had like wine and hung out at home. Um, and then I started calling, you know, some of my like close girlfriends, but yeah, so it was, he did exactly what I asked. I was going to say, yeah. he did good. He That's did very, good. Yeah. He followed the rules. <laughs> um, and yeah. And then I knew it was happening. I knew my, my other, um, everyone's going to think I'm very rigid, but, um, my other You're clearly fun. Everyone brings you as a plus one. Yeah. I needed to pick out my ring. I, I know he, people that have done that. that That's not crazy. could not. I needed to pick it out. So um, I knew that, it, you know, it was coming because I had tried on the band without the stone in it. Um, 
And he's not very good at keeping secrets. So I also knew the day that he had gone downtown to go pick it up. And (laughs) so it really was like only a matter of time. Like there was no way that he was going to be able to hold on to that ring for very long um, before giving (laughs) it to me. (laughs) So, yeah, that's... That's sweet. It was sweet. He's very sweet. He's a very like... Yeah, he he's a sweet guy. Um, he is, and really deeply cares about all of his friends and all of the people that are important to him. Oh, that's so nice. So you are newly engaged. You've called all your friends and family that night, mm. that day, that weekend. Yeah, like okay. that weekend. When do people start quizzing you about like what are your plans? What are you doing? Do you set a date? Um, right. Yes. You know, like relatively quickly, but I had already kind of started researching venues and things because we knew we wanted to get married. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. (laughs) And we knew we wanted to get married that year. Um, We didn't want to wait. So my... I'm trying to think. I, you know, I, like some people kind of knew that we were already kind of thinking about like getting married in the fall or that year. Some people didn't know, but the people close to me definitely knew that we were going to try to make it happen relatively quickly. Um, so my best friend, really, she started kind of researching venues. Chris and I had talked about getting married in Palm Springs um, and had kind of settled on that. And my friend found a garden um that you know was inexpensive i didn't want to spend i didn't want to spend all of our money on a wedding and you know our parents were going to give us some money but not we were mostly going to be funding this ourselves so my friend found a garden that looked really pretty and it was you know a little like family owned botanical garden palm springs and um there was a restaurant across the street that we actually had been to a party at um, the year before. And that was also kind of when I threw out the idea of, oh, maybe we should get married in Palm Springs. Um, And so I contacted the restaurant and they were like, yeah, great. This is like where we can do the wedding. This is how the whole thing works. And so then it just became a matter of coordinating dates between the two venues. Um, And so we had that locked in pretty early like february before covid shutdown this was before covid yeah when did you when did you lock down the dates around like sometime in february then yeah very early february or maybe even a week after we got engaged so you were like great what a great idea to get it all locked down early having no idea totally (laughs) yeah god um so we were like done it was planned like we i was like okay this is the date like i texted you know started texting people um you know told my family chris told his family and like deposits are put down deposits are put down how big of a wedding are we planning on so we were initially planning for, I would say, around 100, no more than 150. Um, well, as we discussed, you, you don't really love to be the center of attention. Right. So I can't see you having this like no. And that was even yeah. that was even bigger than I wanted. Yeah, but you're like, Chris, can we elope? <laughs> right. But Chris wanted like everybody. Um, not opposite. Opposite. Right. opposite yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we were kind of you know, thinking, okay, it's going to end up, 
being somewhere around 100 and the restaurant that we had the um, reception at, not that big. So we also had to, you know, keep it um, within the confines of however many people we could have. Um, but yeah, it was it was all done, deposits, the whole thing before COVID. Um, yeah, so then we get into March, mid-March, right. St. Patrick's Day. Right. Everything's yeah. rapidly changing. Mm-hmm. And you've already spent a lot of money. I already have my dress. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. That's fast. You're an efficient person, and well, I like it. <laughs> I, so my best friend, she's like, okay, we got to get you a dress. Like, I don't think you understand how long this whole thing is going to take. And this is the friend that found the venue. This is the friend that found the venue. What's yeah. her name? Her name is Marlene. Marlene, she, shout out. She loves weddings she loves planning she's just very she's very good at all of that and, and you're she, cool with giving some of the reins to marlene to totally, help totally fantastic yeah, totally <laughs> um because i am not really a planner don't like planning parties i am great at showing up to them but i really have <laughs> no interest in the details like well, that's all i think in general in life one of the ways that you can be a successful person is understanding your strengths and weaknesses and outsourcing your weaknesses to others you know delegate yeah. and if you had somebody who really enjoys this like this is a thrill for her it wasn't a chore at all no yeah. not at all and you know i didn't want I'm not the person that was going to show up to a dress appointment with like 10 friends because, again, just that sounds no. like your nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'm also, I mean, any anyone that knows me even like semi-well will tell you or anyone that I'm opinionated. I have like very strong feelings about things and that... You know, I generally have a vision for how I want things to go. And so I'm really not interested in other people's opinions of... You want what you want. Anything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I've i been dress shopping a lot. And I always felt like, I don't know, the bride's opinion of whatever it was that she wanted to wear got lost in the opinions of all of these people that she brought with her. So, oh, you mean the reason why I say yes to the dress is still on air? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I had been able to bring my mom, I would have brought my mom. But my mom is in Michigan. That just wasn't wasn't going to work. Um, so, I went to, I think I went to four total stores, appointments, whatever. I went to two appointments by myself. I went to two appointments with Marlene. The first appointment and the third dress I tried on was the dress that I ended up choosing. Um, but, you know, I needed to go see what else was out there, make sure that that was really what I wanted, whatever. Absolutely. But yeah, I think I ordered my dress at the end of February, I want to say, beginning of March. It was definitely before things shut down. So that was like done. I'm like, yeah, okay, check, like, check. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're done. Because you're, what was the, what was your wedding date? Um, so we got married on September 26th. Okay. So you're like, I only have a few months to get all this stuff done. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, you know, the women at the bridal salons were like, um, you don't really have a lot of time. Now, I didn't pick a dress that needed a lot of, it didn't have a lot of like stuff. So that in theory would make it, easier in terms of alterations and all of that but yeah they were like okay you know you're cutting it kind of close here 
turned out the dress came in July, plenty early. It was <laughs> yeah. no problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely got a little freaked out. Like, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta get on this. I don't have time to, you know. Yeah. Um, so then you hit March. Mm-hmm. Everything starts to shut down. Mm-hmm. What do you do as a bride? So I. Uh, Chris and I just kind of, I don't know, we were like, okay, are we going to be able to have the wedding? Like, what what are we going to do? Um, right, because it was, okay, we're going to, everyone paused for two weeks. Two weeks. Then it was yeah, six yeah, weeks. Yeah. Then it was Easter. Right. Then so it, it was. it kept getting pushed. Yeah. yeah. And I kept kind of talking to the venues. I was in contact with the reception venue because we were, you know, I needed to, I don't know, figure out, I guess food and I don't know whatever we were still kind of talking and figuring out all that and when it became apparent that we might have a problem I sent an email or called and said hey what are you guys doing are you having events is this do we need to think about canceling this and they just kind of said well you know we don't know which obviously nobody knew um, right. And they said, we can put the whole thing outside. You just would have to significantly decrease your guest count. So felt good about that. And at that point, did you send out invitations at all? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, so we could have, you know, changed everything. And I don't remember when we sent out our save the dates, but we even kind of like held off on sending those because we didn't know. Um, the garden outside yeah, you'd already picked an outside venue. Privately owned, so that was helpful-ish. Um, so yeah, we just kind of were like, well, I guess we'll wait and see what happens. And that was kind of our mentality because we really didn't want to wait to get married. And we had time, and so we just kind of waited but you also had family members flying in, so that made it tough too because with all the airlines shutting down and right, exactly. My family's out of state. Chris's family's out of state. Where is Chris's family from? Um, he, his dad is in New York. His mom's in Florida. So everywhere, also, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also East Coast. Um, you know, neither one of us are from Los Angeles, so we also had not only family but friends that live elsewhere. So that was obviously another complication um, and something that we really spent a lot of time talking about and what are we going to do? And ultimately, we determined that we couldn't make a decision at that point and that we still had time. And um, so we just kind of kept telling everybody, look, you might have to be flexible. You know, as of right now, this is what we're doing, but we don't know if we're going to be able to. And as of right now, you're invited, but we might have, you might not be invited. Ultimately, we might end up just having our families super small. Maybe we're going to have to have this in our backyard. We don't know. Right. So yeah. we you're locked just, in on the date. Like you don't want to change the date. So whatever, everything else changes. You're like, we're getting married on this day. Which exactly. I, I totally understand. So when do you actually send out firm invites to people? <laughs> or did you ever? Did you actually we ever did. send No, we out did. Advice? We sent out okay. invitations. I think because I could see you'd be like, guys, this isn't even worth it. Here's an email. It's like a I text blast. July. <laughs> no, because I, 
really liked our invitations and I had a whole aesthetic that I was going for. And I'm like, no, we're doing invitations. Okay, let's pause because <laughs> we have been giving a lot of stressful stuff. And I feel like we're talking all the negative. Let's talk for a second about this aesthetic. Mm. Give us the vibe. Botanical garden, Palm Springs. What kind of dress? Very simple dress, you said, right? Simple dress, white. Um, what were the other vibes you were having? Just like simple, classic, chic. Um I'm not really someone that wears a lot of color. So I didn't, you know, um, even in talking to our florist, she's like, okay, well, what what colors do you want? And I said, I want white and green. Like, <laughs> Did you like your florist? Loved. Loved who's your, her. Who's your florist? Yes. Allison Franchi at okay. La Petite Gardenia. She is incredible. My flowers and the decor that she put together was my favorite thing ever. Was she's she amazing. Palm Springs or LA? No, she's LA. Okay. Wow. So she has a local shop in like K Town ish. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it was gorgeous. It was And what's the name of the botanical garden that you ended up in? Uh Morton Botanical Garden. Okay. So, and what was the restaurant? Uh Mr. Lyons. I had like a moment where I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Lyons. It's okay. a steakhouse in Palm Springs. Oh cool. Um so, yeah, I just, I wanted it, like, classic, simple, kind of, like, I don't know, classic Palm Springs yeah. vibes, if you think about, you know, when everybody was going there in the 50s and 60s, sure. like, mm-hmm. that kind of that thing. modern, mid-century yeah. modern. Yeah, yeah exactly. Modern. Cool. Um, you know, Chris wanted to wear a tux, which, you know, so we, because it was COVID, and then when we ultimately did, you know, have the wedding, we decided to do black tie optional because, like, why not? Nobody's doing anything else fun this year. Everyone's so excited so not like... to wear pajamas. <laughs> totally. Right. So we were like, if you want to dress up, like, go for it, you know? And a lot of my friends, their husbands had tuxes from their own weddings. So they were like, okay, another, like, I can wear my tux again. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, some people were like, black tie optional? Like, what? It's in Palm Springs. This this like doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, yes, it does. Like, trust me, like when you see it, like it, it does make sense. Um, but yeah, I just wanted it like simple and like clean and I guess a focus on the just how beautiful Palm Springs is in general, but like enhanced with our decor. Nice. Um so sounds lovely. Yeah. And, and okay, it was, so it was beautiful because you're having to pare down, right? So you originally thought about a hundred people. Now you're realizing because of the you're changing of how we're going to be doing things, we have to 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 lessen the load of people coming. Was it hard to do that, or were people kind of politely volunteering, like I am not safe to travel, or, or I have a medical issue? Like, how did you figure out how to cut down a guest list? Because that's usually that's difficult in normal times. Yeah. So some of it was just kind of people saying like, hey, I'm just not, this isn't going to work. I'm not going to be able to come. Some of it was we just really went through the people that like, we couldn't imagine not being there. And I mean, it was hard. It was really hard to sit down and like cut people. Um, Chris plays on a baseball team and has been playing on a baseball team in LA for 20 years. And he really wanted his like baseball guys there. And we had to call them and say, I'm so sorry. We really want you there, but we just don't have enough room. Um, 
So were people understanding? Yeah, everybody was super chill and understanding about it we didn't Thank have god good. because you're yes. going through hell i mean yes. i can't imagine if somebody was shitty in this situation you never know <laughs> that's true thankfully everybody really understood and we even had people kind of saying like look if you you know if you need more space because of what whoever family member somebody you know that you need to be there like you can will bow out kind of a thing that's nice so Everybody was very, very, very understanding, um, and we, you know, invited the people, and not everybody came. I mean, we had a lot of people say, like, no, um, I can't travel, or no, I'm just not comfortable being around people that I don't know, or I'm comfortable being around you guys, but I'm not comfortable being around people that have been on an airplane. Um, it was, Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a lot. lot. It was a lot. So in the end, you're re- imagining 100. How large was your wedding? So it was 50 people, including Chris and I, which now, you know, when I tell people and they know when we got married, they're like, oh, that, that's a lot for COVID. And I mean, it wasn't because we had, like it was, but it wasn't, right? Because we had our friends are mostly all married or coupled and you know you yeah can't just how did like the one person right. like jeff was even you weren't gonna come originally i think right or jeff yeah. wasn't sure yeah yeah right. and then he called chris and was like hey pam can come is there room for her um and there was because somebody else had planned to bring someone and then they didn't end up and somebody else dropped out and so there there was also a lot of that like which I know happens with every wedding but it was there was a lot of shuffling even at the end at that last minute yeah Yeah. of like oh hey like okay I thought I wasn't gonna come but now I want to come and I'm like we can't we are 50 is like a hard limit like (laughs) not set by me but set by Mr. Lyons that was you know what they were comfortable with and could accommodate and um yeah so well and it was hard too as as a guest you know we were gonna send Jeff because you know they're college buddies of course he needed to be there and I wanted to go but we are also dealing with kids yeah that's what I was wondering how many people couldn't come just because like child care situation quite a few right yeah 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 Yeah. and we don't we don't have you know family that could watch the kids so we were trying to figure out child care so what did you do like with the, the was it Mr. Lyons is the mm-hmm, name of the, mm-hmm. so how did they figure out like how to seat everybody? Because I'm sure everyone's kind of like potted up. Yeah. So we did, no, I'm trying to think how many tables we did. We did six tops where everybody that sat at each six top was like comfortable with and or knew the people that were sitting with them. Yeah. So I, it was not your typical like seating chart. I was going to say, this I is a was, I was calling and texting our friends and saying, here's who I'm thinking of seating you with. Are you okay with that? Um, we also had friends that weren't comfortable sitting with anyone. And so I did four two tops so that those couples could just sit at a table by themselves yeah um and the two tops kind of all sat together so like they all still felt you know it was like 
like they got to sit with people, but they weren't, they were out, everybody was outside and they were at their own little table. Um, but yeah, I did a lot of, okay, so, the, you know, can you sit with so-and-so? And, you know, some people, pretty much everybody was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, and then we did a family table um, with my mom and dad and Chris's family members that attended and with his friend that married us. But even that was a little, you know, his friend was like, oh, so we're sitting with like lots, you know, lots of other, like that was a thing, right? I mean, it ended up, the conclusion that most people came to was, okay, we're all coming here together. We've all determined. You've all made the calculated risk. Exactly. We've all done the, you know, the risk benefit analysis here. And we've decided that the, the, you know, the risk of being at this wedding outweighs the, you know, the possible issues, I suppose we'll call them, um, that could arise, right? Um, And I'm going to go and I'm going to be there and I'm going to do what I'm comfortable with. Um, You know, we had some guests that came and they had dinner and they had drinks, but didn't socialize with anybody else except for the people at their table. Um, And, you know, who didn't stay like late night, you know, um, so yeah, it was, I just told everybody, you do what's, what you're comfortable with. If, you know, all you can do is come to dinner or if all you can do is come to the ceremony, then like, that's fine. Like you do you. I don't. Yeah. You, you at no point had hurt feelings about everyone's point of view or anything like that. I couldn't. Otherwise yeah. I would just be yeah. perpetually upset. Um, you know, I had some, we both had some close friends and family members that did not come to our wedding. Um, Never in a million years did I think that like there would be certain people that were not at my wedding. And that was a tough pill to swallow for me and for them. Um, But that was, you know, just kind of like what we had to deal with. And in hindsight, yes, it's still sad that those people weren't there and it will always be sad. But I'm also so glad that we did it now knowing what we know and how COVID was going to go um, and how expensive weddings have gotten and how hard it is to get a venue and and all of those things. So I'm glad that we did it. And and you had no issues health-wise with anybody later. So you no, yeah. Think, yeah, knock thank on wood. God. Like well, the no precautions one, you took. Yeah. Yeah, you took a you lot know, of precautions. Everybody needed to be masked. We're like, wearing masks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Every, it was fully outside the restaurant. You know, they had face shields, masks, everything was plated separately. Nothing was like nobody's food was touching anybody else's food. Um So we're talking about all the COVID stuff, which I'm sure absorbed you yeah but the actual wedding day mm-hmm. you had fun right yeah. okay I had good a great time okay, good good i mean good. it was like <laughs> i feel so bad because we're quizzing you about all well, the details but because that's... 
you were in a unique situation. Yeah. yeah. But I hate to like, you know, like you had this beautiful like meat cute that's either fake in a grocery store parking lot <laughs> or on an app. You had this wonderful proposal. And yeah. then it's just like, and then it just like becomes this slowly like horror story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lit- like just nightmare of right. managing people and expectations, your own expectations. Right. And then there's a health crisis on top of all of this, like on top of you, you know, dealing with managing your wedding. I'm sure you have you on your own life stresses of your job and things changing because of COVID and just reading the damn news. So not that's a lot. Right. And not really, you know, normal wedding planning. You're like with your girlfriends or your family or whatever all the time. Like yeah. During COVID, mm-hmm. like I wasn't really seeing anybody. Did you do any sort of shower or bachelorette party? So How did that go? I did not do a shower. I had no interest in having one. Um, you know, we had been living together for the majority of our relationship like we didn't need any more stuff I just didn't really (laughs) care to be honest like I just wanted people to come to the wedding um and it was just one more thing that we would have had to figure out and I did not want a zoom anything um my best friend and some of my other really close friends did like manage to plan the loveliest COVID bachelorette party for me. Um, They rented a house in Topanga with a pool and it was small and it was only, you know, women local in LA. Um, But we had a great time. It was, you know, it was really lovely. It like felt so nice to like finally be around everybody. I had like a massive like breakdown, like after, you know, a few too many drinks and before dinner, um, because it just, it was like all of my emotions just came like gushing out. Um, so I had a, you know, sobbing session in the bathroom, which feels Aww. feels very like high school or college but like it just it was the first That's time I really so good it was the first time I'd been around you know like more than one person at a time yeah um, yeah and so just like a like a little taste of normalcy yes yeah. yes and it was like that was what my body had been waiting for and it just like all <laughs> came out Um, I can tell you the first time I went to a restaurant after being vaccinated and feeling comfortable we went to like outdoor eating and my husband and I tried to go somewhere we tried to go get sushi and the place it didn't work out and we ended up going to this other place and it was like it was just kind of an annoying night where like we couldn't find this and we had to wait here and da 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 and it was like it was fine it was like we had it was fine and then we get home and my husband's kind of like oh you know like I was kind of like Kind of not how we expected the night to go. And we're a little, he, like he was, Guitar was just a little irritated. Meanwhile, I'm just so overwhelmed that I got to have dinner, not at my house. And the fact that it was like struggling to find parking and then this not working out. And did, I haven't dealt with any like just normalcy that I got out of the car and I started crying. He was like, I didn't think it was that bad. And I was like, no, I'm so happy. That was so fun. <laughs> Yeah. I've, I didn't realize I missed looking for parking spots on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> oh my God. Right. It. Exactly. It's so I didn't realize how much I missed having <laughs> yeah. that like female energy around me. Yes. Because living with dudes. Right. Ugh. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So they planned that and it was absolutely beautiful and like so lovely um and so I was so thankful for you know my friends that planned that and for the friends that were able to come um and yeah then the wedding um 
I didn't have a bridal party. Chris didn't have any groomsmen. Um, his friend married us. So we just, it was like very intimate, um, which is what I wanted. And then COVID kind of made that easier to like really have that. Um, we stayed at a beautiful hotel in Palm Springs that what's the name of the hotel um La Horizon okay so made up of a bunch of bungalows so it was like also like everybody felt really comfortable and it's the property's not that big so really easy to social distance and you have all of your own space and the common area is all outside so um in spite of COVID we still got to have like the friends that stayed there they like became friends with one another if they hadn't met or were happy to you know see one another again and you know it was it was really lovely um and day of you know I did my hair and makeup in my room with two of my close friends my mom um Chris's mom came and got her hair done and left but it was just a really like nice pretty low-key day um, ceremony was later in the day, like yeah. five thirty. So. Um, did you? You said before that you don't really love all eyes on you back when you were three and a half. <laughs> so now you're an adult and all the eyes are on you. How did that go? It was fine. Um, <laughs> I still, I just, I'm not. Not for you. I do not like being the center of attention. It just really is not my favorite. How do you feel about the two of us staring at you right now? <laughs> so should I turn away? No, look it's, at Ruth? that kind of thing doesn't bother me. It's more like to be up in front of people. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Um, so, but you know, walking down an aisle. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't nervous about it, I don't think. And doing the vows, it was chill. You just kind of were in the moment. I wrote my vows the day of. There's yeah. a picture of me, like, sitting <laughs> on the bed in our hotel room with, like, a yellow legal pad, like, writing out my vows. I- I'm just, I'm not some, I am a procrastinator, like, through and through. I am not someone that really prepares for much of anything. How quickly, like how soon do you arrive at an airport for a flight? Oh, if it was my way, I would be there. I mean, if I'm carrying on, uh, definitely less than an hour before the the flight. Okay. If I have to check, check, (laughs) then I have to be there, obviously, in order to do that. Mm -hmm. Chris is the polar opposite and wants to be at the airport like... I mean, an hour before we take off, yeah. like we need to sit at the we he we need to go find a bar, we need to go have a drink. Yes, I am team drinks. <laughs> and so I was like, why are we here so early? I want to sit at my what gate. What are we doing? <laughs> so yeah, so that's I'm with it. you. <laughs> so you're scribbling down. So I'm the scribbling vows. down the vows. So you're just like freestyling up there yeah. being like yo you're yeah. cute let's yeah. do this yeah um chris's were typed i think maybe yeah i think they were typed laminated also, they, <laughs> they were not laminated but i do i think he had been like working on his i had like sort of started to think about what i wanted to say but i'm not i mean even in college and law school working as a lawyer everything i like spend my prep time just thinking about what I want to say and then whenever right before it's due however long it's going to take me to actually like type it up is the amount of time I spent on that 
Nice. So, yeah. um, so eyes on you. Did you guys do like a first dance and everything? Um, or was we that did. Too I had okay. to talk Chris into doing that because he's not <laughs> really. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not a dancer. He's just a shouter but from he, cars. He does. This seems like a type. Well, when you tell me what no, I know about it. he does like the yeah. attention. Oh, he loves the he attention. Had a, he had a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> for the wedding. Wait, the wedding had a power. Like there's a screen? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. And this was like sprung on me. And he's like, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to do a speech. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Wait, during the ceremony or during the reception? During the reception. reception. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have... You've brought into Mr. Tony's, whatever, what's his name? The, the restaurant, Mr. Lyons. Mr. Lyons. Mr. My, Lyons. my dad is Tony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lyons, they've ro- they've brought in a screen. Yes. Okay. Yes. What was the PowerPoint presentation about? A lot of things. <laughs> um. Like a, your, your love? Or no. No. Not about. Um, it was about. Was he trying to like sell property to people? <laughs> Like, what's going on? He at some point the emergency in time, card. The emergent right. He at some point in time was the emergency contact for I think like all of the friend group from Emerson oh, and may, and maybe even like friends of them. Um <laughs> and a lot of these car you know, said Chris Norton, his cell phone, the relationship was my attorney. Um, yes. To the point that, like, at some point, a lot of the guys were working at the same company, and the HR <laughs> or whoever person that's going through these emergency contacts forms is like, "Who is this person? Who is this person?" <laughs> she called him to see if he was real, <laughs> and like why he was listed. I think Ruthie got into the snacks. Okay, <laughs> hold on. We're going to pause the show and see what Ruth did. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me those see those might happening. have been the chocolate chip cookies. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no she's chocolate. little. No, no, no. Oh, Ruthie. <laughs> she all right? That was loud. <laughs> it was. It was a cat. No, a dog. Which cat or dog? It's the best part, guys. Both of them. She knocked it over and then ran to her dog bed in another room. Yeah, and just like acting like, but as like that wasn't me. Right, definitely blame the cat. Yeah, with the cats. We know it's not the cat because we the cats behind the door. But that was the cat fucking deal. Oh my god. Okay. Hi. Sorry, guys. (laughs) So he's the emergency contact. And he is real. He, but he's real. So he and then the, and that's in the PowerPoint it was, presentation. It was also yes. in the PowerPoint okay. presentation. So yes. the PowerPoint presentation slides got a little messed up. The final slide was supposed to be an emergency contact form with our names on Aww, it. Right, sweet. very very sweet. Yes, um, that did not actually happen because something happened with the slide. So he was very upset about that. Oh no. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know. It was like him talking about football and sports and like the emergency contact form. And How long was the PowerPoint presentation? Like, it was through dinner. I mean, Wait, you're eating while well, this is it's yes. like dinner theater. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just eat through it? No, I stood up there with him. Oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> know he like thanked people for being there there were some jokes there was like some stuff 
I mean, anyone that knows Chris, I'm sure, was not surprised by this at all. What did your family think? Um, did they know it was coming? I don't remember <laughs> if we told them or not. Um, he may have told them. Did I'm you not... get any weird responses afterwards? No. Okay. Everybody just kind of was like, <laughs> yeah, that's Chris. Yeah, this is, this is yes. normal. This is Chris. Like, you know, people were laughing, like, because he likes to tell people about you know various things so it's not like these this was not like news to anyone about like he's what very he was spirited about. about things he is he is very spirited and exuberant about yes. just most things in life he's got a lot of energy yeah yes. except for on Lot, the dance floor lots of energy would he dance like other dancing besides just no. the first dance he's no. not a dancer no not oh, a so dancer but at you all. convinced him to dance yeah, I told him that we needed to do a first dance. He really did not want to do one. And I told him he also needed to dance with his mother because you that's just sorry. It's just like part of the deal. Um, so he did manage to do that. Um, you know, it was fine. I mean, he turned it into like a goofy moment where he like picked me up and like... <laughs> You know, picked you up like dirty dancing style. No, or just, like, no, like, oh, like slung <laughs> me like over his shoulder, maybe. Oh, like I fireman. Don't know. Like he style? just kind of like picked me up oh. and was like, I don't know, like it, because he like couldn't didn't know what to do. Didn't, didn't know what to do. Couldn't yeah. make it through the whole dance. Needed to like do some performing to like make people laugh and like you know get the attention off of sure him and his dancing or whatever <laughs> i don't know um but no that he did not dance with me like at all at the at the wedding <laughs> other than that i did pam did okay there we go um you know some like our other friends husbands were yeah. or boyfriends or whoever they were dancing okay. with me but chris was like i don't know what he was well doing. it is his wedding he it shouldn't is. be expected he, exactly. to i mean he should enjoy yeah. himself as well no he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't dance with me at weddings or at any sort of things like that that we he's go not a to. dancer no he's and not are a you, dancer. you are i'm guessing because you've been a plus one so much you I are a dancer i love to dance okay yeah yeah <laughs> and definitely love to dance at a wedding um, because yeah. there's like no better place to dance. It's the best. best. Um, it is. <laughs> and, you know, it's COVID. So we haven't, who knows when the last time I had been to any sort of dancing situation. Sure. Um, Soak it in while you can. Right. Exactly. And by that point, there were, I don't know, 15 people left. Maybe it was very but, intimate, you know, like my mom and dad stayed and they were just kind of hanging out, you know, chatting, whatever. I think my brother and his girlfriend were still there. But like my brother probably was with Chris because my brother also didn't want to dance. Um, so it was kind of like me and like my close girls. Girl. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> girls and then like a couple of the boys that like really liked to dance. Um, we did not have a DJ because like I didn't even know if anybody was going to dance. Right. Um, so just like an iPad or I, I had iPhone? made a pl- I had made a playlist ahead of time that then didn't even get used somehow. Something <laughs> happened. I don't know. And then the technical difficulties at this reception. There, there were some technical like there was some audio stuff. So like, how did happening. music get played? 
played. Well, it's no, somebody it got, else. It got figured played, out. Oh, okay. But like the other guys, they just kind of like DJ, DJ, like yes. spur the moment and That's like took fun. turns. It was yes. it was very sweet. It feels like a house it was party cute. by the end. Oh, a little yes. bit, yes. It, it had a house party vibe. Because well, you know, like <laughs> I'm sure your playlist was wonderful. And then it's there like, was a lot of overlap. There was quite some, frankly, like, random you know songs that would get tucked in there, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, the guys that were ended up being in charge of the music have some like some really good music taste, and then some very like eclectic music <laughs> taste to the point that at the end I was like, you are playing the song or else this needs to <laughs> like this needs to happen. Thank you. Um, but no, it's fun. It, we all had a we had a great time. Yeah. Ruthie has walked back in the room, <laughs> guilty as hell. There were no cookies left on the plate. Oh, they had fallen over. Did she eat them? If there were no cookies left, there were no cookies left. Yeah, were there cookies there? Yeah, yes. yeah. There were like three. Yep, maybe four. All right, we're on bar watch. <laughs> oh boy, <sighs> Ruth. Speaking of dogs, though, I don't want this to go by. She had signature cocktails. Oh, that, I did. That were so cute. So Chris came with two German Shepherds. Um, I've never owned a dog in my life or any pet other than a fish that I had when I was like five and her name was Rosie. Um, so yeah, Chris has two girl German Shepherds. Um, they are large. They're, you know, close to 80 pounds. Um, it was a rough adjustment when we all first moved in together because it's a, a lot. lot of fur and a <laughs> lot of just like in your space a lot. all the time. Um, yeah. So, but um, Mr. Lyons, you know, like we, because we didn't know who ultimately was going to show up and whatever, and it was a very small wedding. I was like, we are not messing around with cocktails. I want top shelf liquor. I want to pick everything. I want good wine. I want good beer. Um, and I think the restaurant maybe? I'm not entire. I don't remember how we ended up with the signature cocktails. Maybe it was Mr. Lyons. They like offered it because of how much we were spending on booze. Um, <laughs> and I had kind of forgotten about it. And then Allison, uh, Franchi, who did the flowers, was also doing my like day of coordination. And she was like, okay, so what about these signature cocktails? Like, what do you want to do for that? And I said, oh, I kind of forgot about that. So Chris and I kind of started talking about it. And Chris loves margaritas like he is very much a creature of habit he doesn't really do mixed drinks he likes light beer like the grosser and the lighter the better like bud light miller light we could be drinking buddies i'm i'm on board with all of these things yeah i it's like i you you could not like pay me to drink a bud light or what is your preferred drink oh i mean you know it really depends um champagne a gin and tonic a vodka dirty martini red wine white wine i'm not you know the one thing i really don't like is beer and if i'm going to drink beer it needs to be like good beer um but so we did a margarita for chris um and chris's favorite restaurant in all of los angeles is el coyote and they're 
signature margarita has pineapple and some other things in it. So um, we gave the restaurant a very specific recipe to make this margarita with the pineapple and with whatever. Um, And I like gin and tonics and they just feel very like classic and also very Palm Springs. Um, So our second cocktail was a Hendrix and tonic. Um, And we named them after the girls because they could not be there, even though Chris was like really pushing hard (laughs) to have them attend the wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, I said that there was no way that I could have either one of them around me in a wedding dress Um, because they know they know no boundaries. Um, (laughs) So the Hendrix and Tonic we named after Emmy. Um, and she's the like shy, sort of pensive, nervous one. Um, and the margarita we named after Muppet, and we came up with like cute little like descriptions for like both of them, and put pictures of them like on the bar. It was very cute. Um, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. I love that that yeah. you know the the dogs couldn't be there, but yeah. they found a way for yeah. them to be yeah. there. Yeah, we put some so. photos up of them, and so, so you know cute. they they were there in spirit. Yeah, well, you know, you only have that hard 50. You can't have more. Right, right. And they <laughs> are basically people. So. 80 pounds. Yeah. That's yeah. significant. It's like a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a large child. A large child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after all that's said and done, what would you say was the best part of the whole experience from engagement to the end? And what was the worst part? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is there a si- specific worst? We'll do worst first. Let's get the negative out of the way, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long list, huh? Uh, <laughs> you know, no. Um, I-, I think probably the worst part was really close family and friends that could not be there. Um, for me, my aunt, whose wedding that I had been in, she did not come. Um, Her and her, my uncle just didn't feel comfortable getting on a plane and traveling. And so that was, you know, worst, but in like a sad sense, not in like a, um, you know, I don't know. I think worse can have like multiple connotations. So um, what's well, an emotion? It's like what like yeah, hits you the hardest. Exactly. So like yeah. that was that was really hard. Um, Chris's dad was not at the wedding and his brother was not at the wedding. And for the same reasons, they did not, you know, with work and having to quarantine and just not feeling comfortable getting on a plane. Um, and then some of my like really close girlfriends, whether it was like from childhood or college, couldn't come. Um, and so that was that was definitely like the worst part, you know, when I think about just like bad, bad things from like the wedding. Um, the best part, I don't know. I mean, the whole day was honestly like great. I just had such a like it was it's cheesy, but it was the best day. Like it really was. Um, so I think just I don't know getting to actually celebrate with all of our friends after the roller coaster of not even knowing if we were going to be able to do it but yeah so best just the people that that came and that were there and that we were able to like celebrate and um the fact that we were able to have a dance party during COVID um and we end the night back to the hotel we had a bottle of champagne left over from getting ready that day and 
Chris and I went and like met Marlene and Sam in the hot tub at the hotel and we like all just like sat in the hot tub for another like hour or two I don't know and like drank champagne and like talked about the day and just like decompressed that's the best after yes. party I've ever heard of just yes. you and your best friend yeah. and yeah. like a bottle of champagne yeah. in a hot tub yeah. yes. that's fantastic yeah. I couldn't get my dress off it was like, oh, no. like, was it too tight? No, what? there was like a teeny tiny little button at the top of it because it was it had a zipper and then like a couple of like, um, what are those buttons called? Like with the loop. I don't know the name but for it, but yes. About. Yeah. 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 I could not because of the like angle behind like my back. Right. And Chris... I don't know, like just he could too not. Drunk? No, <laughs> maybe. But also, dudes but don't also, understand delicate. Just, like, the yeah. like dexterity involved, like his fingers just were not <laughs> able to do that. Um, so how did you get out of the dress? He finally, I think, like both of us, like finally managed to like unhook the button. Um, but he was calling like our friends like i i need help like laura can't get out of this dress like you need to come help me and they were like no man you got to figure that you, out like you're on your own on right that exactly they were like, like no a very intimate moment that we should not be involved in i don't um, know if you guys know this but when a husband and wife are now married right <laughs> right is your time yeah. um like wow you guys are swinging from like hour one of <laughs> Right, like they basically oh, they were like, no, we've like helped you enough today. Like en- enough is enough. Like figure it out. Like Chris, get the dress off. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> nice. But you eventually got it off. We did. Yeah, it was a it was Good. a team effort. I was very sweaty. It was like when Carrie. It was like in Sex and City when Carrie's trying on wedding dresses and she has like the um like panic attack in the dressing yes. room and can't yeah. get the dress off. It was it was like heading in that direction. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, because I just wanted to like take my champagne and get to the hot tub yes. and like drink with my friends and I'm like get this thing get off of me. <laughs> That's amazing! What a great end of the day. Yeah, sounds great. And we are back. Hi, Pammy. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You ready to do some bridal breaks? Yes, always. Okay. Let's uh, just for anyone new to the show, bridal breaks are not only for brides and grooms. They're for anyone helping to plan a wedding. And these are just fun suggestions of things to do that have nothing to do with weddings. So that you can take a break from planning and dealing with you know, the stress of planning your wedding and enjoy your life. Uh, Pammy usually gives us a beverage. I usually do something in pop culture. And that's probably what's going to happen right now. We're about to find out. <laughs> Pammy, you're up first. So I found this drink, you know, we're, we're coming up on Halloween here. And I thought, you know, everyone, I, I found this recipe on homemadehoopla.com. And it reminds me, um, of the song because it's called purple people eater cocktail which you know the second you hear that you you start hearing the tune in your head (laughs) Um, (laughs) and this one like it's it's interesting because it really is purple it's very purple so how do you get to the purple um it's made with simple syrup 
purple sugar for the the rim, um, vodka, blue Caraco, sweet and sour mix, grenadine, and cranberry juice. So red and blue make purple. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, we got to dip into the Halloween while we can. Hold on to the Halloween feeling as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. So you're going Halloween. My bridal break is pushing towards uh, the next part of the season going into winter. There is a new reality television show that just started. Uh, I think it, by the time this airs, it'll be like last week. But so only one or two episodes are out and it's called Winter House. And what they did was they took people from Bravo's television show Summer House, which are people that just like summer out in the Hamptons and they put them in a Vermont ski house for I think three weeks but they invited all these other kind of new people so it feels like a whole new show so you know sometimes you feel like intimidated about like starting a new show that already exists because mm -hmm. it's like there's so many characters reality or scripted you just feel like oh I don't even know how to keep I, mean, I literally cannot keep up with the Kardashians because I've never seen the show <laughs> and I feel like if I were just to dip in in like season 18 I'd be like I don't even know who are these people you know what I mean so it's kind of nice because there's so many new people on the show you get to sort of learn everything as it goes but the whole thing is just like a bunch of people in this one house hanging out and it felt like I, I only saw the first episode but it did kind of have that feel remember the bachelorette party we were talking about in Palm Springs where it's like everyone just stays in the house together and hangs out yeah yeah it's basically that I think it's like 12 people guys and girls some of them are coupled up some of them are single there's hot tubs there's skiing there's games and they're just like <laughs> of course hanging out. Is. yeah it's super fun <laughs> so I thought the first episode was really fun and I highly recommend it it's, and I think it's only going to be on for like six or eight episodes because they only shot for those three weeks but um yeah and, and again I'm one of these people that I really enjoy watching other people in winter situations. Like I live in Southern California. I have no interest in skiing. Like I love watching winter Olympics, but I don't know how to do any winter sports, but I like watching other people do it. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to cozy up on your callus and be like warm and snuggly while watching other people do wintry outdoor things. Yes, I like it. <laughs> and again, it's like, it made me feel like, ooh, it's winter. You know, it's coming, it's exciting. And I love the, the holiday seasons around the corner. So yeah, yes. it's called Winter House and it's currently on Bravo. Nice. And that is it for all of our bridal breaks. Pammy, you know what that means? Time for My you to time. stop taking a break and take our lovely little quiz to tell people more about our show. Pamela. Yeah. What is our web address? It's www.weddingconfessionals.com. Love it. You have the www.http-forward slash. <laughs> Sometimes. I yeah. got to change it up. I like you know? it. I like it. Um, from there, you can find uh, all of our social media handles and where you can find us on social. Uh, where are we on social media, Pammy? We're now in four places actively. Four. You can find us on um, Facebook, Instagram, um twitter tiktok now we are on pinterest TikTok. yes pinterest we're we all over we are you everywhere anywhere we can also find links to our show notes so everything we we're talking today about all the vendors that um laura um, was suggesting that she really enjoyed from her wedding like they will be on the show notes also that's a place where you can tell us your stories because we need more confessionals guys that's how the show works we love them. Keep them coming. Yes. Yeah, so totally anonymous ways that you can send us your confessionals, questions, stories, whatever you want to share. Um, on our website, how can you send a confessional, Pammy? 
You just click the little tab that says, tell us your secret. Yes. Tell us your secret. The other way is sending us an email. Our email address is what, Pammy? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. And you can send us a voicemail. And Pam, would you like to attempt what our phone number is to leave us a voicemail? 434. Yes. 433? <laughs> but you got three. Four three. three. I, I four, got three. 434-933-2663. Four, 434-933-2663. Three, four, three, three, six, six, three. <laughs> also, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts specifically. Five stars, right, Pammy? Five it is. We love it. They want. Yes. And that pushes up up in their algorithm so more brides and grooms can find the show so we can help more people and they can join in on the fun. Um, Besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, there are two other places that start with a letter A that has our podcast. Where can you find our podcast besides Apple Podcasts? You can find us on Audible. Yes. And Amazon. Yes, Amazon Music. I'll give it to you. Um, you can also find <laughs> us on Castbox, Castro, Deezer, Downcast, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Listen Notes, Player FN, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Addict, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. Also, you can just shout out into the universe using Alexa or Siri, and you can find our show just by saying, hey, play the wedding confessionals podcast and it'll say playing wedding confessionals podcast Woo-hoo! yeah and that is it pammy we will be back next week with our follow-up with uh laura and we'll get into some confessionals i'm excited how about you so good all right yep. see you then bye bye special thanks to andy schreier for our adorable theme song and david kancherwitz for our fantastic logo and ramsey Millette and brian maylard for their technical support If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.